And welcome back to the podcast. This is Paint the Town Dead, and I am one half of your host, Caitlin. And the other 50% is right here. I'm Andrew. Oh, hey, you. Arguably the better half. Mm, Arguably. Uh, well, we you can, can argue anything. Let's do it. Okay. I'm better. I'm taller. Only by a little bit. I have a beard. Yeah, I, I don't. don't. Need, <laughs> I don't need corrective vision things. I don't but need glasses. But my glasses look cute. I mean, I could look cute with glasses without needing a prescription. I have great mm. hair and great skin. I have pretty good skin. It's hair, no. Yeah. But some people my are My nails that. are great. Well, okay. <laughs> you win that round. Listen, listen, just listen. I don't know if that's picking up, but Caitlin does have uh, fancy girl nails, and I chew my nails like a monster. <laughs> it's disgusting, honestly. Hey, we all have our vices. Uh, yeah. Except that's, me. That's I'm perfect. Yeah, uh, Sure. Anyway, sure. anyway, uh, actually, my vice is I'm drinking out of a two liter bottle of Pepsi Zero Sugar right now. What you should have done is just said you were drinking and just been done with the sentence. <laughs> and done. Um, but it is, in my defense, it's practically finished and I didn't want to ruin a glass. So, And it's like, by this point, I mean, it's mostly rum. Um, <laughs> There's no alcohol. She, she mixed it with rum. I did not. Don't listen um, to him. You can't prove me wrong. There, I can't. There's, there's no, there's no way to prove me wrong. Uh, so how, how, how have you been going? Oh, you know, <laughs> just living the dream, working a job. That's always the answer when you're very unhappy. So that's good to hear. Yeah. Uh, there's nobody who's ever been like living the dream and meant it. You know, having <laughs> having to rebook a trip that I've been planning for two years. That's great. Yeah, I feel like I cursed you on that one. I don't know what some the, the strippers curse. I don't. I don't know. But how I mean, we know part of the reason. Oh my gosh! Look, this Pepsi expires today. I just read that. Oh, cool. I'm gonna finish it. Don't worry. Expirations are all lies anyway. It's a suggestion. It they says are, Best Buy. Yeah, they really. I mean, in a lot of cases, it's not like they're magic. They don't know exactly when it's gonna go bad. Yeah, they're like it's around this date. That's why the custard I gave you was actually a day old. But yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You're fine. Tasted good. We'll see. Uh, I gave I gave Andrew, I call it Christmas custard. It only comes around at Christmas and it's custard, kind of like eggnog. You find it with the eggnog. A small bit will do. The Christmas part is that she puts cotton candy vodka in it. Um, <laughs> that would curdle so <laughs> fast. That would be... Oh, gosh. Or like, uh, what's the white Russian? Isn't that like milk uh-huh. and vodka? That sounds so nasty. Uh, like, I'm... I don't I'm, know. Maybe there's other stuff to it, but it sounds bad. It's sounds like, like a sweet. bad time. It's like sweet. I mean, it's, it's sweet. Sounds like a bad time. And I like white Russians. They're good. Oh, if you say so. Depends on what alcohol. Some people make it really strong and it's no, it's no good then. I need that stuff that can hide the taste of alcohol. Yeah. You should go to New Orleans and go to Port of Call and they give you a giant... Uh, fruit punch rum thing that tastes just like Kool-Aid, but you'll be it very drunk and it's a, it's a problem. Spoiler alert. So uh, not talking about New Orleans, which maybe we should someday because it is America's <laughs> finest city in a way, but also it's worse. In a way. In different ways. In, in, yes, true. It is the most American city is what I will say. Actually, it's pretty French. Just like America. Parts the of melting Ameri- pot, parts Caitlin. Of hey, parts of America were French, and we purchased it in the Louisiana Purchase. Exactly. And what's more American than buying things? Didn't, didn't, then buy, that's why. Then buying that's right. out lands that never belonged to you in the first place. Yes, exactly. That's the most American. They're, New Orleans, great city, but also the worst city. Yes. It is the best city. But also In its worst. own ways. Yes. I like it. Big fan. So uh, today, let's talk about James Alexander Carey. Is this uh, on our list? Uh, it is now. Or oh. is it? I don't know if I actually put it on there. I should do that. I don't know this one. Uh, no, you don't. 
it was not on the list earlier. Mm. I came across it on accident oh. and thought, this seems interesting. This one will be pretty breezy. It will, it'll, it's not, again, it's not going to be a Red Hall two-parter Oof. epic that, was, that goes forever. That was a doozy. Maybe we'll do one in the future. Okay. Who's to say? Uh, so, James Alexander Carey, he was born in Osage, Missouri on December 19th of 1895 to Lily and James Carey. Wait, what did you just say? Lily and James Carey. He was born to Lily and James? That's right. What's his name? Uh, James. No, no. What's this dude's name? His name's James. Oh, he's named after his dad? Yeah. He, he's going to have a son that's also named James. James Carey? Kind of sounds like James Harry. And sure. Harry Potter's parents were named Lily and James. Sure. Keep that uh, keep that energy in, in mind. Okay, I'm ready. For the future someday. He is the boy who lived. This guy lived. This guy defeated the Dark Lord. Oh, Caitlin. <laughs> um, so anyway, he grew up on the family farm there up in Missouri. Um, did you subscribe to Missouri or Missouri? Missouri, 100%. Okay. Uh, my dad and a lot of, I think it might be like a old, uh, like South. Southern yeah. thing. Sort of like saying oil instead of oil. I, that's how, you know, I kind of go back and forth. It depends on where I am, what I'm doing. Or um, I'll say light and some country will say lat. Lat. Yeah. Um, I think Missouri people call Missouri, Missouri. Okay. Interesting. Um, so that's where he grew up. And he was the third of five children, which honestly that's seems... That's a pretty, pretty normal amount yeah, back then. That's pretty decent. That's a... Honestly, that's it seems low. Low, low amount. Like, yeah. that's a... That's a... That's a yeah. I even wrote in parentheses. Seems low for the era. It does. Back in 1890-something. Um, so, he joined... Back before penicillin. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, penicillin. Penicillin wasn't around to like the 1920s yeah. or something. Yeah, Caitlin, you got talking into the microphone. I'm she sorry, backed up. I was, she's trying to take a drink. That's exactly. Yes, thank you. Because she's trying to get wasted um, on Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you call it. Okay. Um, so he joined the U.S. Navy on June 1st of 1917. Served on the USS Orient. They would not call a ship the Orient today. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> he. Uh, Served in that their first world war. You may have heard of it. Mm-hmm. You haven't heard of it as much as the second one because it wasn't quite as big a deal. It's World War One set the stage for World World War Two. It's a yes. whole thing. Oh my gosh, penicillin, nineteen twenty-eight. Okay, so you're wrong. I said nineteen twenties. What? But we we were in the eighteen nineties, and I now said, it's nineteen seventeen. I said before penicillin. Okay. And we, we're still before penicillin. Yes. Sorry, I misunderstood because okay. I'm not very smart. Okay. If I were smart, I would not be where I am today. Uh, very, very, yeah. yeah. Uh, he served in the Navy until February 4th of 1919. And at that time, he moved to Hot Springs, Arkansas. Oh my gosh, we know that place. We sure do. I've been there. What a place. It's pretty cool. Um, my favorite representation of Hot Springs is the episode of King of the Hill where they go there and they hate it. Yeah. And when they leave, they're just like, let's all promise to never come to Hot Springs ever again. It is not that bad. No, it's it's just a funny episode that to is think funny. about. Well, I wonder why they picked Hot Springs. What a random... Because of its history of gambling and stuff. And um, But they don't... But, do, do they have any gambling there right now? Yeah. I guess I've they have. Known. They have the official gambling now with Oaklawn oh, and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forget about the horse races. Yeah, yeah. Which, but, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, they had gambling Dang, and stuff and when, also when you weren't supposed to. It was quite a resort town back in the day. Like, celebrities came, mafia people, mob people. They all 
came to relax there and yeah. take a load off. Um, I believe either the first or one of the first baseball spring trainings took place there. Oh, really? Yeah. People, people, people relaxed all in the over. hot springs. I mean, it's it's pretty... Honestly, hot springs is pretty cool. Um, the bath row is pretty cool because they have all these bath houses just over these natural hot springs and they heat these natural baths in these bathhouses with the hot springs. They even have a fountain out in the street that's a hot spring fountain. That's right. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Anyway, it's an ahead. interesting interesting place with an interesting history of mostly mobsters hanging out mm-hmm. um, at nightclubs, gambling and getting drunk, even when there's a thing called prohibition going on. You know, doesn't rules don't apply to them. They kill people. That's right. They sure do, don't they? Um, so our boy, Carrie, he starts working at the post office there as a mail clerk for a while. Okay. Um, worked there until March of 1920. Before and penicillin. <laughs> sorry, and I'm just, sorry. Go ahead. Before World War II. Uh, you know what? This is before the internet. Just crazy. It's before you and I. It's before our parents. Um, right before our grandparents. At least my grandparents. Ye- this would be 10 before or 15 mine. years or so um so yeah he in december 19th of 1920 he married thelma b mcclaslin thelma very old-timey name that is let me know if you know anybody named thelma who is under the age of 100 <laughs> i bet you don't i don't you're right i know no thelmas <laughs> uh they would have two children together one of them was named james again well they're just all about the james is yeah it's not all about the Benjamins. It's all about the Jameses. Jamesimans. Jamesons. Jamesons. Caitlin's all about the Jameson. I don't know I why wish, my whole joke here I is. I wish you would stop. I don't know why I've fallen into this bit of you. Okay, are, wait. Okay, wait. You were just saying this the before time. the show. When's the last time you had any alcohol? Almost a month. You want to know the last time I had alcohol? Two seconds ago. So long ago, I couldn't even tell you. Fair I have enough. literally bottles and bottle like every time we go to little rock because where i live is a dry county every time we go to little rock john's like do you want me to get something at the liquor store and i'm like i don't know maybe a bottle of wine to have there's just bottles of wine in the cabinet that are just sitting up there that have never been opened because i always forget we have thousands of bottles also you you work early so it's like i gotta i gotta do things i do have a job so like when i have to get up early i'm like i'm not not about that because that's just gonna be miserable i have to take call i'm on call a lot there's that too yeah yeah that sucks yeah because then they're like um you're fired like what are you doing what i like to do here's a trick you go home you start drinking immediately when you get home that way if somebody something happens to somebody who's on call and they're like hey we need somebody to pick up this call you're like oh i'm sorry i'm drunk (laughs) i've been drinking you could just do that without drinking, I feel like. Just text everybody. Be like, I can't take your call. If something happens, I'm, I'm drunk. Just text. Yeah. And every make sure, day. <laughs> make sure you misspell some stuff. Just every day. That's what happens every day. I mean, hey, it's not illegal to have a problem. I don't guess. But just uh, for the record, I, I literally I, <laughs> the, quit tainting my reputation. I'll do what I want. Okay. Um, so then he started working at the Army and Navy Joint Hospital. He worked there from July of 1921 to January of 1923. Where the heck was that? It was around Hot Springs, I guess. Is it at still the time. there? Probably not. If mm. it is, it's probably not called the Army and Navy Joint Hospital anymore. I wonder if it's the VA in Little Rock. Uh, probably not. I mean, again, this is, he's still in Hot Springs. He's still hanging out there. Okay. Uh, October 5th, 1923, he became a Hot Springs National Park Ranger. Wait. And, Okay, yeah. go ahead. 
Go ahead. Yeah? Go ahead. What what do you what what was on your mind there? I think we've covered a story that involves a park ranger, a hot springs park ranger. Maybe, let's hope not. Okay. <laughs> he made a thousand dollars a year, which is about sixteen thousand dollars today. That's not much. No, it isn't. I at at that that level of money I feel like because um, cost of living was also probably such I don't know. I don't know. Um mm-hmm. One of his main things he did was he, he'd get after bootleggers. Of course. They'd be running around up, up in the mountain mm-hmm. trying, because it's prohibition. In the hills. And all them mafiosos down in uh, Hot Springs, they want their booze. I've seen, I've seen moonshiners. I know what's up. Exactly. See, you know. And there's a mountain called West Mountain there. Where else are you going to hide, hide your, your bootlegging operation? Up in the mountains. Yeah, think of mountain folk every time. Mountain Dew. There you go. Exactly. Has something to do with that stuff. I know that. Look at the, uh, like, if you find the old stuff with Mountain, the old uh, old branding where it's like a hillbilly man. Yeah. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, there's there's lots of alcohol coming in and out of Hot Springs, despite there being, you know, a constitutional ban at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, even though, uh, you know, I, way people talk, you think you can't change the constitution. It turns out you can. Uh, so... December 7th, 1926. Hey, he, wait. That's tomorrow. Uh, yeah, it is. Well, I mean. As of this recording, when yeah. we're recording this, it's also. It'll be today by the time you all listen to it, maybe. It'll, no, it'll be past that day. Because we are recording this ahead of time. Oh, crap. Oh, yeah. We okay. are recording this way ahead of time compared to normal. So. Okay. Go um, ahead. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. December 7th is when Pearl Harbor happened. I don't know. That's when we got our dog who I named Harbor. (laughs) Is that what you called him? Yeah. Uh, Okay. Not, well, my family dog, not my dogs, but. Like the dog your parents have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, Uh, by the way, sorry, I keep going off on tangents. I'm real, real out there today. (laughs) Shut up. Uh, My parents took my dog to the vet, my, our family dog to the vet. And he's just, he's old. He's a lab mix and he's just been hurting and he's been panting a lot because I think he's in pain. So mom gave him, she gives him doggy leave in the morning, but then she asked if she could do it morning and night. And they're like, yeah. And that seemed to help him. So she just took him to the vet to like, just for his, you know, shots or annual stuff. Mom kind of explained that to him with the naproxen. And the vet was like, oh yeah, he's just kind of an older boy. I'd say he's another six months to a year or so. We didn't come for a death prognosis. We just came for shots, man. Like, I'm sorry. It was just so unexpected. What do you mean six months to a year? It's perfectly fine. It's such a small number. I know. I was like, he's not dying. Like if he had like an illness, I could understand. And he's not sick. I was like, what do you mean? Anyway, I was very shocked by that and very upset. I was like, He's not sick or dying. What do you mean? Anyway, let's get back to the story. I just had to tell you that. Yeah, that needs to calm down. Yeah. So yeah, December 7th, 1926 is where we are. But oh, that's and, how we uh, got there. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, and our, our boy, James Alexander Carey, the National Park Ranger, he goes out and arrests three men, Raymond Hunt, Walter Weldon, and Ed Halsey for illegally transporting whiskey through Hot Springs National Park. Yeah. These dang bootleggers. Caitlin's favorite. Um, Raymond Hunt, he was the most difficult of the three. He resisted arrest, and he vowed that Carrie would never be able to testify against him. Oh, no. 
Um, and Carrie is the only person who can like, he's the only witness, obviously, yeah. Yeah. unless the other guys turn on each other or whatever. Um, so trial scheduled for April 4th of 1927. And we fast forward to March 12th. So it's my sister's birthday. A, a little under a month away from the trial. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Wait, Ranger, you said March twelfth. Okay, yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Ranger Carey there. He leaves the park headquarters to go out and do a uh, routine patrol. He's gonna go. Uh, he goes out to West Mountain. He's gonna go look around for bootlegger stuff. And sometimes, like you just find like a cache of mm-hmm, liquor, mm-hmm. and you just be like, I'm just gonna wait and see who comes and gets that, oh, and then I'm gonna get him. Okay. Okay. That's how. That's how you get them. Gotcha. Um. So that's that's how he you know arrest people or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, at eight p.m. that night, he had not returned to the ranger station. The flag had not been taken down, and so the park superintendent Joseph Bolton ordered a search of the park. Uh, that the, night, yes. Hmm. Uh, and it's the nineteen twenty, so I don't know what kind of great lighting capabilities they yeah, had. Yeah, probably yeah. Um, as people in the UK call it, um, a torch. T- torches. A torch, as in a flashlight. Yes. They maybe just had torches straight up with fire. I don't torch, know. A fire torch, yeah. Is that what they call them in the UK? A fire torch? This is my electro torch and my fire torch. <laughs> because I carry two different ones at the same time. Just in case. If you're playing old Elder Scrolls when you had to carry a torch, you're like, this is my fire torch. This is not a. It's not one of the flashlights there. Uh, so. Next morning, searchers find Carrie's car on Jim Street near West Mountain and soon after find his body. Mm. And they find it about 50 feet from where he had arrested those bootleggers mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And he was killed with a 45 caliber pistol fired from close range. And it's estimated that he had been dead since about 5 p.m. the previous day, so about an hour since he had left. And a woman who lived nearby corroborated that, saying she heard gunfire between 4 and 5 p.m. Um, and at this time, rangers, they weren't given guns, but they could carry guns. Like, they're just like, I bought a gun, I'm going to take it with me. They also had to buy their own uniforms, which is a bit much, but what are you going to do? Uh, but he didn't have a gun, like, given to him, but he did have a revolver that he usually carried with himself. Um, they did not find it on him when he, when they found his body. Uh, but they did find out later that his father actually had the gun the whole time. So he was just out there unarmed. And then, um, uh, where was I? Oh, they, they also found, um, his watch was nearby. Like they didn't take it with them. Whoever did this crime. It wasn't robbery. Probably. Probably not. Cause you would think, mm-hmm. Hey, a watch. Anything Sweet. valuable. Yep. Um, so yeah, you, you would think that it is, the motivation is not, we're going to rob him because also it doesn't sound like he makes that much money anyway. And what are you going to do? Like not that much stuff. Um, yeah. but he is, uh, buried in the low cemetery in Royal Arkansas, which is nearby. It's in Garland County still. Mm, okay. Um, on March 15th, so just a few days later, the Ides he, of March, he was 31 years old and left behind a widow and two children. Hmm. And he was the first National Park Service ranger to be killed in the line of duty. Period? Period. Wow. Which the Park well, I Service... I will say National Parks are pretty young at that point, though. 
Um, I have a number around here somewhere. Uh, oh, well, first national park was Yellowstone, which was designated in 1872. Oh. But... Is, ho- that, is that Roosevelt? Teddy uh, Roosevelt did... Yeah, he was the one who came up with the national parks Yeah, thing. okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, Hot Springs National Park was deemed a national park in 1921. Okay. But it was... Before that, it was it was a, it was a uh, protected reservation area or something. Oh, okay. Going back to 1832. Oh, wow. So like 40 years before Yellowstone. So suck at Yellowstone. 1832. That yeah. was. You Bef- figure our country became a country in 1776. That's not it's basically that true. Far ahead. No, it's not. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. So anyway, point is Yellowstone can suck it. Arkansas number one, baby. In death. Yay, murder. <laughs> Well, I'm sure Yellowstone, well, listen, Hot Springs National Park probably has more people in it at this point in time, because there's actually like a town there, Yellowstone, mm-hmm. barely, it's mostly just wilderness, but I would be scared more of Yellowstone, because there's probably bears running about, they'll get you. Yep, and, and other things. Not a fan of bears. Have you met one? Uh, Yeah, lots. They all went to UCA, you ever? Oh my gosh. UCA bears? stupid you're stupid arkansas state beat them in basketball by the way so that's cool they better have and in football earlier this year they also better have they're one of the few we beat in football oh that's Uh, a bad year it was a bad year um so yeah the um he was the first national park service ranger to be killed in line of duty wow history we did it we always seem to be landing on the wrong side of it yeah, we almost landed on it for a different case, but I didn't do it. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, the investigation was difficult because there's there's a lot of jurisdictional disputes mm-hmm. because federal land, then state land, and the town, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So people are always arguing about like, this is my jurisdiction. No, this is my jurisdiction or whatever. Um. Also, locals were supposedly reluctant to help because they were scared that mobsters might come after them if they did. Mm-hmm. And there's also the part where they might have just been mobsters themselves or whatever, or other, you know, ne'er-do-wells and miscreants and the like. Mm-hmm. So, hard to get people to come forward if they even had information. And there's also the allegations that uh, the... Like, government officials were also corrupt, so they're, like, going to hinder the prosecution whenever they can. So, good times there. In January of 1928, uh, Thelma, Carrie's widow, she was able to convince the feds to get involved and come investigate. And so, an FBI agent named J.K. Wren came in. J.K. Wren? <laughs> like, J.K. Yes. Rowling? And maybe his J stood for Joe as well. Did it? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. That would be cool, but who's to say? It's impossible to know, unfortunately. There's no way to do any re- further research. Oh, well. Okay. Um, so his investigation, he basically decides that the culprits are Raymond Hunt, Walter Weldon, Ed Halsey, who are those three from earlier, Yep. along with Lawrence Wilson, Roy Wilson, and Dave Camp. And uh, like Roy Wilson tells a story that they find a gun in his house, and they're like, what you been doing with this gun? He's like, oh, me and my buddy went out shooting in the woods. And they talked to his buddy and he's like, nah, we didn't do that. That never happened. 
So that's a little, little odd and suspicious. Um, yeah, Rin basically believes that they all conspired to murder our boy Carrie here on account of he's the lone witness in this case against them. Um, and prior to the shooting, the five men, or five of them, had, there's there's six of them, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's six total, but five of them had been at a uh, home near West Mountain. They were hanging out with a woman named Dottie, another old-timey name. I actually have a family friend named Dottie. Um, Is she old? Uh, yes. So, yeah. There you go. Okay. And um, anyway, they were hanging out with Dottie and Raymond Hunt, who again was the one who was resisting arrest earlier. Uh, he told her that uh, he would kill her if she told anybody about the shooting that totally didn't happen, maybe. Mm-hmm. And uh, and J.K. Wren specifically thought like Raymond Hunt was the one who pulled the trigger. Like, he was the guy who did the actual killing. So they're all charged with first-degree murder by the state of Arkansas. And during the trial, the defense is like, these witnesses are unreliable. And they're probably kind of right because they're all bootleggers, gangsters, and prostitutes. You know, the only kinds of people who hang out in hot springs, even to this day. Snap. Got your hot springs. What you doing? In your face. You got nothing, hot springs. Except for like a national park and the racetrack and i don't know some good food that character the character of rooster from king of the hill is from here from there and uh yeah again nothing but a bunch of bunch of night folk bunch of these mobster types and night folk the mis the miscreants as i called them earlier miss what miscreants you never heard that word well yeah but okay how about ne'er do wells yeah 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 Old tiny words we should bring back. Um, also, the defense was like, well, our guy has an alibi. He was um, working at his uncle's battery shop. And um, the the uh, the uncle was also like, yeah, Raymond Hunt and, and uh, James Carey, they were actually like good friends. Like, what? <laughs> the guy who was arrested by the other guy? I don't think they were friends. Yeah. And he's just like, nope, they were good buddies. I heard them laughing outside the shop all the time. BFF. But which sounds sounds like lies. Um, so they end up all being acquitted. They all get off because there's there's like no other evidence. There isn't, yeah. And um, like uh, Raymond Hunt, he was like the one they had the strongest case against, and they couldn't get that one to go through. So they just dropped the charges against everybody else too. And they considered like charging them in federal court, but they're like it's still going to be the same case. We still have nothing really. Um, Raymond Hunt does go to prison for a year and a day, uh, for, uh, violating prohibition laws. And, um, so they all, they all get away with it. The end. That's it? Yeah, it's both, mostly it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got to do it. It's, uh, so, uh, James Carey's son, who is also named James, uh, he moved to Texas and joined the army when he was 22 years old and served as a volunteer sher- sheriff for 30 years, um, which he did. He did both of those to to honor his father's legacy to some extent. Um, unfortunately, we're never going to know who. We're never going to get like a guilty verdict or anything. It's uh, officially it is unsolved. This case we have a good idea probably of 
Like we can all go like it was probably those guys. Uh um but fortunately we do uh we can we can at least honor his legacy. May thirtieth, twenty sixteen, which is was uh, Memorial Day, they actually unveiled a monument to James Alexander Carey in Hot Springs on the corner of Reserve Street and Central Avenue in Hot Springs because uh they're like this is the first guy who's Ever, he was murdered, and he was the first National Park Service guy to be killed in the line of duty. So they, they put a little monument to, to him there. Um, the park, the current, well, current as of 2016, superintendent was like, yeah, we probably should have done something way sooner instead of waiting nearly 100 years. Yeah. Instead of waiting 90 years or whatever. Um, his, uh, Carrie's son, James, the other James, was 94 when they put this thing up. He was five Still when his, alive? He was. Wow. Um, he was five when uh, when his dad was murdered. So he really doesn't have much memories. Sadly, no. There's like a news article where he's like, I, like, uh, he went to like a thing and they talked about it and he's like, this sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was five. I think uh, I had a dad. I was five. I can only remember so much. What do you want from me? Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was 94 when they did this unveiling. He did not go to the unveiling because, um, he's 94 and he had broken his hip and that's a thing you do. So he couldn't go, but it, I found an article from the year after where he was there in hot springs at a thing. He came the next year. Yeah. So he, he made it up there and they had like, uh, people came from like California to go to that thing. Like who were Carrie's descendants to see, see it unveiled. Um, so you can see that it's there. I saw a picture of it. It's like a big old rock. It's got a plaque on it and a hat. And a hat. Yeah, like one of those like ranger hats on top of it, mm. like a bronze one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not a regular hat. Like oh, you can't I, wear it. I thought you meant it was just sitting on there. I was like, why would they do that? Uh, why would they do that? And how has nobody stolen this why regular hat? Why would they do that? Uh, on the plaque, it reads on March 12th. 1927, U.S. Park Ranger James Alexander Carey was killed by bootleggers while patrolling on West Mountain in Hot Springs National Park. Carey was the first National Park Service Ranger to be murdered in the line of duty. His service and sacrifice to the National Park Service and the people of this country will never be forgotten. So you can Pretty check cool. that out. It's in Hot Springs. There's there's a monument now to uh, the first ever National Park Ranger to be murdered in the line of duty. All he was doing was stopping some bootleggers. He's just trying to be a good guy. Yeah. In another time, he wouldn't have to worry about bootleggers. Yeah, for real. The booze just flows. It's free. Flows like wine. Yep. <laughs> flows like wine. Yeah. Hmm. Did, did you enjoy that? It's pretty good. Did you enjoy my joke? That was a little bad. It's pretty good. Thank you. So that's all there is to it. There's. It's not a not a long one. It's a, It's kind of a kind of a short one. It's kind of the difference between, um, I don't know. It's like Cowboy Bebop. The live action show, it's like 45-minute episodes, and the anime is like 20-minute episodes or whatever. And so that's one of the reasons the anime is better, which I've actually been watching lately because the episodes go by, and it's like, that was nice and brisk, and we moved on. Good stuff. Another. Unlike the live action show where it's like, this is a nightmare, horrible thing, and it just never ends. So... What you been up to, Caitlin? Andrew, not much. Yeah. Working. Working. Got a Dyson vacuum cleaner. I showed it to you. And um, I'm working on building a Dyson sphere. That's what I'm doing. The little ball at the end of it? 
No. So a Dyson Sphere is a thing I cannot build and that society itself cannot build. Um, this is a joke for somebody out there, probably. Dyson Sphere basically is a big old sphere you put around a star. And that way you absorb all of the energy. So like, you know, like we have solar panels to absorb mm-hmm. solar mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. This would absorb all of the energy. So mm. it's the most efficient use of resources or whatever. It's a sci-fi concept. It's no. Not a, not a thing we could actually do, at least not anytime soon. Maybe in another million years. Oh, Lord. Um, that's what Ringworld is sort of about. It, except instead of a sphere, it's just a ring. And mm. they like to, I believe they destroy the rest of the solar system to build the ring. Because you have to take so many resources. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, more importantly, I need you to get your game face on. Mm. I need you to like turn your brain from whatever it's at to something higher. It's it's a little tired. I can tell. I'm sorry. You need to be amped. Okay. Slap yourself in the face. Like, do what you got to do. Give yourself a pep talk because, Caitlin. Oh, gosh. Only someone who has read Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's <gasps> Stone at least three times can pass this quiz. Oh, boy. Now you're going to put me on the spot. And there is that show, that quiz show on TV right now. That's why I was thinking about this. I didn't even think about the Lily and James thing from earlier. Oh. That was, or the JK. That's all accidents. Oh. But I was thinking about that quiz show on television. Mm-hmm. I looked up what uh, the questions they were asking, and a lot of them were like, in the film, specifically. Uh-huh. And I was like, no, no, we need to know the book. The book. Because Caitlin's all about like, yeah, gotta read the book. Burr, 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 burr. Some of these questions seem real hard. Okay. Like, this is not... Like, these, you, know how I, you know how I dominated that Star Wars quiz? Yeah. I think for a Star Wars fan, those those questions were easier oh. than these will be for a Harry Potter fan. Oh, okay. Comparatively, I this guess. This is going to be hard then. I think. We'll okay. find out. Okay. Uh, if you need... These are multiple choice. If you want to show off and not even use it, just jump in. Okay. That's fine. Okay. There's uh, 16 of these, I believe. Okay. They're not numbered. I counted, though. Okay. And I think I came up with 16. Okay. I don't remember. Okay. First. Okay. What is the name of Dudley's friend who goes to the zoo with the Dursleys and Harry? Whoa. I know. I told you. Okay. Give me options. Cormac, Roger, Piers, Argus. Piers. Piers. You're feeling good about Piers? Yes. Piers is correct. Half an hour later, Harry, who couldn't believe his luck, was sitting in the back of the Dursleys' car with Piers and Dudley on the way to the zoo for the first time in his life. Yep. Because they locked him in a cupboard. It's messed up. That's abuse. It sure is. After visiting Gringotts, what is the first shop Harry goes to in Diagon Alley? These are hard. I told you. So we've got Ilop's Owl Emporium, Uh Madame Malkin's Robes for All Occasions, Flourish and Blots, and Ollivanders. These are your options. I don't think it was Ollivanders. Okay, so spoiler, I did do some of these earlier. Okay. And I feel like you're correct that it's not. Because I I think that's the one I guessed. Oh, okay. And it was wrong, I think. Keep in mind, I've already forgotten. Okay. I don't think it was Ollivander's. I want to say Flourish and Blots. Feeling good about Flourish and Blots? No. Are you feeling? (laughs) Do you want it to be your final answer then? I guess so. Oh my God, you're wrong. What was it? It was Madame Malkin's robes oh, for all occasions. Okay. Might as well get your uniform, said Agrid, nodding toward the place. Yeah. And it also has like a passage the each place. time. Okay. Okay. Um, here, I don't know if this character matters in the books, 
What? This is like a character that I've never heard of. Okay. And that's probably why they put this person in here for this quiz. What? Which house is Hannah Abbott sorted into? Hufflepuff. Okay. So is that like a real character in yeah. the books? Yeah. Not just like a random name? Yeah. yeah it is hu- It is the Hufflepuff. Yeah. All right. Cool. She's, I saw she's just like one of their friends. I mean, she's not, just have her in class. Is she in like, the movies at all? Like um, as I, a background character yeah, maybe? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because like I saw that name. I was like, who is who's, that? Who's Hannah Abbott? I think I guessed right when I was messing with this, but I was like, I don't know who that is. Sounds like a Hufflepuff if I've ever heard of one. <laughs> Hannah Hufflepuff. Checks out. Hannah Hufflepuff Abbott. All right. <laughs> Finish the lyric. Oh, boy. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hoggy Warty Hogwarts. Give blank. us something, please. Is that, is that one of them? Uh, that's pretty close to one. One is teach us something, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what you want? Yeah. Yeah, it's right. Okay. Look at you. So this is hard. This seems hard. Yeah, me. this is hard. Who is the one ghost that can control Peeves? That would be the Bloody Baron. Also, Peeves is not in the movies at all. Oh, really? I was like, who's Peeves? Is that the cat? No, probably not. No, Peeves is... He actually has quite a few little parts in the books. He's a poltergeist. Oh, okay. It's another, it's another ghost. Yeah, yes. Well, Bloody he's not Baron a ghost. Is, he's a poltergeist. Well, isn't that the same thing, sort no. of? What's the difference? I don't know, but I was literally listening to a podcast about this the other day, and there is a difference. Isn't a poltergeist just like a type of ghost? It's like a ghost that moves stuff around. I'll look it up. Keep going. I feel like, well, who knows? This could be one of those things where it has multiple definitions. Mm -hmm. Like vampires, Mm -hmm. it's like, do they burn up in the sun? Do they turn sparkly? Who knows? (laughs) Okay. And sometimes they don't even like burn up. They're just like, oh, I don't care for this or whatever it is. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where does Draco propose he and Harry get married? No, sorry. Where does Draco propose <laughs> he and Harry meet for their midnight duel? Give me some options. We've got the Forbidden Forest. No. The Forbidden Corridor. No. The Trophy Room. That one. And the Slytherin Common Room. The so Trophy Room. Trophy Room? Mm-hmm. It is the Trophy Room. All right. Okay. Also, Poltergeist, you're right. A ghost or other supernatural being supposedly responsible for physical disturbances such as loud noises and objects thrown around. And boy, does he ever. Yeah, this seems like one of those things where it is just, it depends on who you ask, it's I guess. It's a ghost or a spirit. I guess it was doing things. It might depend. Pinching, biting, hitting, tripping. It's pretty accurate about Peeves. Okay. Yeah. He's a, he's a trickster, a prankster. Just like Mark Hamill's character, the trickster from The Flash TV okay. show. Okay. That's, I, what do you want from me? That's a real person. Okay. I, I trust you. What does Hagrid give Harry for Christmas? Give me options. We've got a moving picture of Fangs. Mm-mm. And Fangs is capitalized, so I guess that's a character. Um, well, Fang is his dog. Maybe that's what he meant. This, this, this quiz. I don't mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. I didn't verify this. I didn't read the book again. You did not. A wooden flute. The scrapbook with pictures of his parents. See, I don't think that was Or it. a box of chocolate frogs. Oh, my gosh. I think he gives them... I think Hagrid gives him three of those things at some point. We're talking about Harry's first Christmas at Hogwarts. Yes. Yes. I, this is These are all from just the first book. I think the wooden flute, I want to say, is a second book because it has to do with Fluffy, the three-headed dog, playing music, puts him to sleep. That's a Chamber of Secrets. Right. So, right? No. No, it's say, a flute. No, say, this is... Nope, we're Sorcerer's Stone. It's a flute, I yeah, think. Yeah, say Cer- Cerberus is in the first one. Okay, I think flute. It is a wooden flute. Okay, Look at you. okay. You're doing pretty good so far. You just missed one. Okay. 
What does Dumbledore tell Harry he sees when he looks into the mirror of Irised? A pair, it gets a pair of nice socks. Something like that. Yeah, we'll go with woolen socks. Yeah. Yeah, it's the socks. Read the quote. I, I see myself holding a pair of thick woolen socks. Harry stared. It was only when he was back in bed that it struck Harry that Dumbledore might not have been quite truthful. Yeah. Do we know what he actually sees? Is it? No, it never says it. But oh. I, if I were to guess, I've always wondered about that, what he actually saw. If I were to guess, it would have something to do with his sister, Ariana. Oh, I was going to say it's um, whichever, Johnny Depp's character. Grindelwald? Yeah. No, yeah, I think yeah. so. I think, I, I think it has to do with his sister. Because of the thing where they were supposedly homosexuals, but then they like never... <laughs> stop that. They never actually like touch on that in that movie either. It's no. like jk was just full of it when she said he was gay yeah because it never know. comes up in any way shape or form otherwise she was just trying to get some points maybe i don't know what her deal was there but then she lost them all by being like yes tra- being tra- the way trans she is people aren't trans shouldn't aren't, be people aren't people yeah. yeah okay anyway which teacher referees the big quidditch match between gryffindor and hufflepuff which teacher referees the big quidditch match we've got quirrell oh. mcgonagall oh. snape and flitwick Ugh, sorry, Snape. I think I know it. No, he does at one point. I don't know. I'm gonna say Snape. Oh man, let's find out. Hey, it was Snape. Okay, look at that. So I want to say McGonagall did at one point, but maybe not. She used to play Quidditch. Feels like they should have somebody else do the refereeing who isn't like associated with these houses. Super. Yeah. Yeah. But in his defense, he wasn't the head of house of Hufflepuff or Gryffindor. Snape is head of house of Slytherin. Yeah, but he could be like, oh, because like, don't they have like points that lead to a thing from the Quidditch? Do any of those fav- uh, factor into the whatever house, house cup? cup? Yeah. They do? Okay, so he could be like, oh, Gryffindor's in the lead. Mm-hmm. Hufflepuff, can we can afford mm-hmm. to lose points to Hufflepuff, so I'm just going to give this to Hufflepuff and screw over Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. Too much power Yep. for these... Uh, for this guy who's kind Especially of a, for a crooked teacher. Yeah, for a teacher who's kind of a prick. <laughs> I, don't, okay. I don't care if people want to be like... He was fine in the end. No, he was like, still a jerk. Really. He was still a big old jerk. He was still a bully to, to children. Big time. Like, by a lot. Yeah. Um, after realizing Norbert is dangerous, who comes to collect him from Harry and Hermione? Um, is it Charlie or Bill? Um, I think it's Charlie. Okay, you want to go with Charlie gets the dragon himself? Uh, what? Give me the options. Dumbledore takes the dragon away. No. Charlie's friends arrive at Hogwarts and take the dragon away. Yes. And then the Charlie and then Ministry of Magic. No, it's friends. Charlie's friends? Yeah. That's correct. All right, good job. Who has to go to the Forbidden Forest for detention with Hagrid? Uh, this gives, this one's really tough because it's several yeah, people. Yeah, I know. Each one. I can tell you. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So we've got option one is Malfoy, Harry, Ron, and Hermione. No. Option two, Harry, Fred, and George. No. Three, Harry, Ron, and Hermione. No. And then four is Harry, Hermione, Malfoy, and Neville. If you need me to read back any of those options again. I do. Can I look at them? Uh, Sure. Okay. Yeah. Why don't turn, you? turn your computer on. Okay. Take a look here. Malfoy, Harry... Ron Hermione. It's not Harry Fred and George. It's not Harry Ron Hermione. Harry Hermione 
Malfoy and Neville, I think it's, I don't remember Hermione being in it at all. Harry, Hermione, Malfoy, Neville. I think it's Harry, Hermione, Malfoy, Neville. All right, let's find out. Did Caitlin blow it? No, she's right. Okay. He did it. I don't re- I'm vaguely, I don't re- Oh, yeah, because Ron had to polish the uh, the trophies. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, obviously, everybody knows that. Yep. Uh, I don't know why you had to think about that. Duh. Silly. Yeah, so stupid. Uh, when Hagrid is trying to talk to Ronan and Bane, mm-hmm. um, pretty sure one of those is from Marvel and the other is from DC. They can't be together here. Um, <laughs> that which, was a weird wheezy laugh. <laughs> did you hear that? I did. Okay. Which planet do they keep talking about? Mars. You think they talk about Mars? What are the options? Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto. Eh. I don't know. I'm I'm thinking Mars, but I don't know. So Hagrid is talking to Ronan and Bane. And you think? Uh, you I think, don't know. You think they're talking about Mars? I don't remember. Honestly, this is so obscure. I don't remember. <laughs> well, they are talking about Mars. So okay. good job. Okay. I mean, this is like. Let me read you what it says. Yeah, yeah. Bane Mars. walked over to stand next to Ronan. He looked skyward. Yes. Mars is bright tonight. He said simply. Is that it? Is that the whole thing? Uh, they say it multiple times, and okay. then Hagrid's like shut up like quit talking about mars give me an answer i like the greek name better aries well it's because um the they're centaurs and they're very mystic and never give straight answers because they read the stars and the planets to get answers uh, to they're things. Like prick weirdo rapists what they're prick weirdos who are also maybe rapists uh she deserved it <laughs> oh wow just kidding wow just kidding oh my god <laughs> just kidding no but she's an awful person i have never hated a character so much imagine how hateable she'll be if they ever make that tv show what tv show they're talking about doing a harry potter tv show on hbo max oh cool i guess i don't know because imagine like i don't know like bev from midnight mass hated her and um what's her face why can't I think of her name? Suddenly? Umbridge. Umbridge. They have like a similar energy. Yes. Um, just imagine instead of like a couple movies, it's like <sighs> two seasons season or, or something. Oh, oh. <laughs> that could be just like, man. It was rough through the movie. I hate her. It was the book. Ugh. I've never hated a character so much. All right. So Kay. on the way to get the Sorcerer's Stone, mm-hmm. what is Snape's challenge? Potions. Potion so, logic puzzle. Uh-huh. Let me, okay, and there's uh, three of these say potion in them, so I want to make sure okay, to okay. clarify just okay. in case. Okay. Because like, a potion logic puzzle is pretty vague. Yeah. And then there's figuring out which ingredient in a potion is wrong, finding the ingredients for a polyjuice potion potion. No. Okay. It's, it's the potion logic puzzle. All right. Yeah, we did it. Because so many wizards and witches are are smart, but they lack sim- they lack uh, they lack simple logic. And Hermione logicked herself out of a situation because she's because uh, she's smart. What's the racist term for her though? What? <laughs> oh, oh, the one that muggle. the magic people use. A muggle, muggle. born mudblood. Mudblood. Okay. She has I can't believe you'd said that. I should edit that out. It's messed <laughs> up. Um, what color fire does Hermione walk through to get back to Ron, who was still at the chess game? Oh my god! I, I know, know, right? I know. I have n- okay. The color of fire from this book, you'll remember. Okay, which is all written in black and white. So, oh god, go ahead. What? Uh, we've got black, orange, green, purple. 
Oh my gosh. I have no idea. Black? I, I mean, I literally, I have no idea. All right. You black. made it with black? I guess so. Let's go with black. Oh my God, you're wrong. What was it? It's purple, idiot. Oh, man, I can't believe so you didn't know that. So stupid. That's so idiotic. They even read the passage. Which one will get you back through the purple flames? Hermione pointed at a rounded bottle at the right end of the line. You drink that, said Harry. No, listen, go get back and get Ron. So yeah, purple flames. Is that like all they say of the purple flames too, probably? That's That's literally it right there. That's, yeah. It's so obscure. Told you, this is is way tougher than that Star Wars quiz. Or I'm better at Star Wars than you are Harry Potter. Who's to say? Maybe. Uh, Before Gryffindor ultimately wins uh, through some shenanigans, Mm -hmm. if you ask me. Yep. How many years in a row had Slytherin won the House Cup? Oh my God, I don't know. Go ahead. Well, unfortunately, they don't have nine as an option, which is like... Uh, an evil number? That's from Mortal Kombat, the mm-hmm. movie, where it's like, oh, uh, Outworld has won nine in a row. If they win 10, they take over Earth. Um, okay. So, your options are seven, five, ten, and three. Seven. I don't Going know. Seven, seven Slytherins. That's correct. Oh, wow. Okay. And finally, last question. Mm-hmm. Who picks up Harry at King's Cross at the end of the year? Your options are the Dursleys, Mrs. Weasley, Mrs. Fig, or no one. Well, the Dursleys, I think. You think the Dursleys pick him up at King's Cross at the end of the year? I mean, who else? I don't know. My guess would have been no one. Just cause, I mean, no. So well, Dursleys? Well, let me think. Chamber of Secrets is the next one. Yeah, I think the Dursleys. You don't think they just made him walk home by himself or whatever? I don't think so. Let's find out. Hey, you're right. You did it. Okay, I was like, trick question? 83%. Oh, that's pretty bad. I missed two. You scored better than 83% of all. Oh, okay. Uh, 14 out of 16. 14 out of 16, okay. Which is a percentage that I don't know. 83%? Um, I said you did 83%. You bet better than 83%. Uh, so that's eighty seven point five percent. Oh, okay, cool. So you did pretty good. Pretty good. Man, some of those are, those are that was pretty difficult. That was those were so obscure. They sure were. And don't worry, there's six more to go later. I'm stoked. So start boning up on, on your Harry Potter book knowledge. I guess I'll reread the Harry Potter books again. Yeah, you're going on a trip, so you might as well like get the uh second one knocked out soon. I have all of the audiobooks. There you go. I will listen to all of them. Just uh, in, the, in the preceding, them. in the two weeks leading up to each episode, just listen to um, the next book like on re- on repeat. Don't listen to anything else. I'm okay with that. You say that like I have a problem with it. Love it. Because first off, Ron, oh, Ron's, Ron's pretty funny in the movies, but book Ron, really funny. Love book Ron. He's hilarious. Uh, book Ginny, far superior to movie Ginny. Movie Ginny is a wet noodle. Uh, She's kind of there. Yeah. Book Ginny, really funny. She kind of pulls pranks like Fred and George. Yeah. I like, she's vivacious. I approve of Book Ginny. Very good. Well, just have yourself prepared. Okay. Only six more episodes of doing that. I'm ready. (laughs) That was fun. All right. Uh, what, What have you been up to? Have you been watching anything, reading anything? What you looking at is what I'm asking. 
I meant to write things down. Yeah. This is um, a short week, so there might not be a lot. Yeah. Haunting of Hill House, the book coming along. I only have like 40 minutes left or something in it listening to it. So um, it's not like the show at all. Not at all. Except for they're in Hill House and it's haunted. Yeah. How do you, do you feel better about the book or the show? Oh, the show is one million gazillion percent superior. Do you think you would have felt that if you had read the book first? Yes. Okay. A thousand. I would have been like, well, this is nothing like the book, but it's way better. So much better. Just so much better. Just so. It's such a good show. Such a good show. Started a new series because I can't help myself. Have you even finished Adventure Time? No, I haven't. I did watch Luca. Um, uh, yeah, the one where it's like mermaids or something. Oh, well, they're or like mermen. sea people, and and um, it was cute. It was okay. It was. I, I saw it once. I'm good. Yeah, fair enough. I what did I watch? I haven't watched like anything because again, this has been a, a bit of a short. Yeah, we're recording pretty quickly. What was the thing? Oh, Adventure Time. Uh, in my quest to be the better Adventure <laughs> Time fan than you. Um, yeah. I I recently downloaded Adventure Time: Pirates of the Caribbean. I, I downloaded it too. I'm playing it too, but I'm stuck oh. at one part and I cannot get past Interesting. it. Interesting. I I've I've downloaded it. I haven't started it yet. It's kind of fun. It's pretty fun. Um, that's what are you playing it on? Switch. Switch. Yeah. I'm playing it on PS4 because it's on PS Now. Um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, or I'm not playing it. I downloaded it, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna play it. And uh, maybe I'll finish it first and then I can continue my streak of being the best Adventure Time fan. Mm. Have you watched Distant Lands yet? No, but I, I really had a whole lot of time. There you go. You've had time to play this game, apparently, oh. and watch this new series, apparently. Oh, um, the the one I'm listening to on Scribed, which we're not, we're not sponsored by them, but I think it's cool. Um, the Court of Thorns and Roses series by Sarah J. Mass, who... Wrote that one series that I had started. Um, Throne of Glass? Yeah. And I was like, God, I was like, I'm tired of the series. But I was told by my best friend who has listened to both series that this one is far superior. She's like, I got bored with the Throne of Glass series. Um, she said this series is far superior. So um, I started it. It's a little cheesy. Um, you know, it's 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 fantasy. It's fae and things like that. But which I, I like that stuff, but we'll see how it goes. And speaking of Faye, I watched, um, I've been watching the Cowboy Bebop anime because uh, I was like, eh, I haven't watched this in like probably 10 years. And it's uh, it's still pretty good. It's a lot better than the live action show. Oh, yeah? The uh, fan service is more than I remember. How much is it? Um, so fan service, Caitlin, do you know what that means? No. Uh, typically means... Um, Leering shots of characters and their boobas. Oh. Yeah. So I was like, I don't remember the uh the bounciness and such being as much as it was <laughs> if you boob- if you'll say of the, of, of the boobas. Oh. And uh very sexualized. Uh not very, but more than I remember, I guess okay. is what I'd say. But there okay. are definitely like scenes where it's just like and here's Faye's gonna spend this episode just in a bikini sunbathing. Weird. Don't worry about it. We're moving on. She's not a part of the episode, really. <laughs> like, just, she's okay. just in a bikini. She's just for the bikini purposes only. Yeah. Um, but she's still more of a character than like she was in the live action show. So that's pretty embarrassing for them. Yeah. That, 
They missed an opportunity. The the live action show, she's just in, she's insufferable. Yeah. She's like she's like a rude uh jackass in the anime. Mm-hmm. But she's still like a real character, I guess, even with the boobus stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you don't actually see the boobus, but oh, okay. But you know. Um about a treadmill. It's that, pretty cool. It's exciting. It's a smart treadmill. Hooks up to my phone. It does smart things. Not had a treadmill like that before. I got a fancy new vacuum for Christmas. You sure did. I And then Andrew was like looking at me, showing it off. He's like, we have a Dyson at home too. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> you're it's just so like, cool. You're it's, like, look, it can do this. I was like, yeah, I know. I, I, I listen, have, I have, it's cordless and it's expensive. I, I know. I know. And it was a gift and it's amazing. <laughs> I have like an older model of like basically the same one. No, <laughs> this do. one's so cool. I, I'm not saying it's not. I'm just telling you, just telling you what's up. Um, yeah, our trip to Scotland got canceled. Got got canceled. Thanks, yeah. thanks Obama. No, uh, actually, it's thanks Omicron. Um, Omicron. Omicron. That's how it's pronounced. I saw somebody say I didn't want to learn the Greek alphabet. I think I said that they were like I didn't. I w- didn't want to learn the Greek alphabet this way. <laughs> I was like, you're so right. Me neither, because it literally canceled a trip I've been planning for two years. It's fine. Everything's fine. I feel bad. Again, I said this last time, but I was like, every time you'd bring it up, I'd be, you'd be like, I'm going on this trip. And I'm like, maybe. 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 <laughs> it actually is not happening. I feel bad now. And then it didn't happen. Um, But we are going to go on a little trip before I have my surgery for Christmas. Uh, gonna go to the Biltmore Estate, which I told that to you, and you're like, my, my parents have been talking about that. And you text me, you're like, we're going to the Biltmore Estate too. So, um, tickets to that are more expensive than a ticket to Disney World, so that's obnoxious. That is silly. Yeah, agreed. But um, I'm excited. Things be pretty cool. Um, yeah. It's a uh, it's is a short week. We're recording way earlier than normal. Yeah, by like almost a week. Yeah. Uh, we actually more than a week. Yeah, it's a week or, or a week less early. than a week. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um. So that's a uh, there's a little less stuff going on, or at least accumulated. Mm-hmm. I got the platinum trophy on Miles Morales. You said you're going to <gasps> Andrew. Yeah. We were going to do something, and I think we need to do it. Okay. Uh, there. <laughs> I need you to be a little more enthused. Sometimes my ideas aren't good, but I need you to be happy about them. Uh, so I love the Into the Spider-Verse movie. I thought it was one of the best movies I've ever seen. I loved the story. The characters were so funny. The animation was so cool. And the music was perfect. So big fan of that. I think that's what introduced the world really to Miles Morales in a, on a big scale. Um and it was it was so well done and i just i've watched it multiple times i'm a big fan of it and guess what andrew guess what what chicken the, butt <laughs> you're so funny the you know why why chicken thigh i did not see that coming oh my gosh um but the new spider-verse trailer just came out it's called across the spider-verse Yes. And I'm going to let Andrew watch it and then we'll come back. Okay, Andrew, just watch the trailer. What do you think? Looks good. It looks real good. And apparently it introduces us to a character 
which, you know, I'm not very, I'm not. The future Spider-Man? Well, it's called Spider-Man 2099. Yeah. According to Wikipedia, he is a fictional superhero um, in, in the Marvel, blah, blah, blah. Oh, was he? He's fictional, though. Did you know that? I thought he was real, but, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? Um, he's a futuristic reimagining of his namesake created by Stan Lee and Steve, Steve Ditko. His real identity is Miguel O'Hara. Um, he's a brilliant Irish-Mexican geneticist living in Nueva York, a renamed New York, in the year 2099, who attempts to recreate the abilities of the original Spider-Man and other people and later suffers a related accident that causes half of his DNA to be written with the spider's genetic code. So... I didn't, I didn't know anything about Spider-Man 2099, so it was pretty cool. Um, and we get our first look at him, and I'm pretty excited. He's in the post-credits of Spider-Verse. Was he? Mm-hmm. That's who that was. I don't remember that. The, I don't remember the post-credit, I guess. Okay. Well, yeah, that shows him, and he's like, I'm going to go to the, the past or whatever, and he does it, and he re- basically accidentally recreates the Spider-Man meme. With the Spider-Man pointing at each other. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. It was really funny. Ugh, I love that. Breaking the, the fourth wall, kind of, sort of. So, yeah, he was he was in the uh, first one, basically. And apparently, this is a part one. I guess they're going to do a second. They're going to do... Yes. Well, I said a second one. Maybe they're going to do a... Maybe it's a four-parter. I don't know. Who knows? It, <laughs> it's at least the first part of at least two, if not more. Or maybe it's like History of the World, where the, they call it part one, and they never make a part two. Oh. <laughs> okay, cool. I don't know. It, cool it's the opposite of doing like dune and it where they're just like oh we tricked you there's more coming yeah yeah that was annoying this is chapter one and we didn't tell you yep so really stoked about that um it comes out october 7th 2022 so we've got a hot minute we've got a hot minute i wonder when the part two supposed to come out because that'd be the real like how long do we have to wait I'm sure if they've already decided there's a part one, they're already working on part two. You know, well, they're they working are. on it, but like, how long are we going to wait? Is it going to be like the Matrix tr- uh, sequels uh-huh. where it was like wait, a few months or whatever? Or is it going to be like Lord of the Rings where it's like every one a year? Or it's going to be like the Matrix quadrilogy? That's different though. And we waited 20 years for the, the fourth one. Yeah, but that's a little different. Is it? Yeah, because like, well, when they made they made the first Matrix, and then they're like, we're going to make two more, and we're making them at the same time. So those came out like six months apart from each other or something, like real close. In Lord of the Rings, they similarly, like, they filmed those all at the same time, and they're like, okay, one a year is coming out. Which I still highly recommend the extended extended editions. They're amazing. If you say so. I'll get around to it someday, or I'll be dead by then. Who knows? Oh, Okay. I mean, it comes for us all, along with broken hips. Like, it's that's how they get you. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what else is going on. I've been playing some Castlevania. Don't worry about it. Okay. I don't know what to tell you about it. Have you watched the show? Um, watched the first se- first two seasons so far. Hmm. Also, speaking of, I was thinking about this. Because it's like very anime-inspired mm-hmm. animation. Yes. They may have even given it to like a Japanese company to do the animation part. Mm-hmm. I really like anime from like the 90s and 80s. Okay. Anything later, I feel like it's too clean looking. Okay. I don't know what to tell you. or what I don't know how to ex- describe it any further. It's just like if I watch an anime and it's like, I don't know, even like the highest budget anime of like now versus 
mid-level budget then i'm like i like the older one better i don't know why um i'm just thinking like high budget like for uh gundam they're doing the hathaway series uh of movies and it's like big budget movies they came out later than they were supposed to because of covid and it's like i don't like the animation of this as much as i do the one that came out in like 1988 like shards Counterattack from 88 that's a good looking movie if you say so I do say so. As the anime expert, unlike Caitlin, the anime hater. Not a big fan. Honestly, I don't care if you hate anime. It's just the part where you said it has no story. You just it, It's the made story, my brain melt in a way that I can't is, stop thinking about it. I guess it's lost in translation some because the... Because the, of your xenophobia and you refuse to learn from other cultures. How dare you? Pretty messed up, honestly. How, <laughs> hey, let's, let's talk about this. How many countries have you been to? Um... Like two. What were they? Um, America and Belize. Belize? Yeah. When oh. did you go to Belize? Uh, what's the other one? What was that place? There was some other Central American country. I was on a cruise. It's not really oh, the same thing. The, the widest white person thing you can do. I guess. I thought you were going to say Canada, which is also basically America extended. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh. Okay. Okay. I just think it's weird that you went to these other How places much? and hey, your takeaway hey, was to hate them all. Hey, wait. Raise your hand if you've been to Tokyo. And yet you hate them. You That's hate those true. people. You hate their culture. And you shut hate the media they produce. Up, shut up. You, you can be a traveling xenophobe. That's possible. I am not one of them. <laughs> um, I I love to learn different things. Ah. Listen, I've been to all the countries at, at Disney World and Epcot. I know culture if I've ever seen it. I'm just kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke. I'm hilarious. Um, no, it's just I think some things are lost in translation or they're goof. They're goofily translated into English and it doesn't flow very well. And I'm like, this is too kitschy for me. It's too kitschy. So. Okay, it's fine. But you know what I do like? It's um, Japanese ramen uh, it's okay uh, i like sushi a lot okay and i like what is uh what is what is um nori i love nori edamame i do love edamame though that's just like a soybean <laughs> yeah but you like shell it or cook it and add salt it's pretty darn <laughs> that's good. all you need really except for the time when i had edamame and ate half of a worm that from then on i've always shelled open them and then put it in my mouth <laughs> Um, no, I, I, I really like Japanese stuff, except them wenches is skinny. <laughs> Super Sentai. No, I'm good. Thank you. Isn't it's that the, Dragon Ball Z? It's the Power Rangers shows. Oh, okay. <laughs> Even better. Yeah. I would choose Dragon Ball Z over those two, oh. over that one. I doubt that. If you watch those shows, you could, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. That's, that's all there is to it. This show. I don't think there's anything else to do, except, uh end it in this show in this show forever for however long it is you're gone okay after we record again okay. it'll be a little bit yeah okay i'm gonna finish that adventure time game before you you will 100 yeah. so then i will be the ultimate adventure time fan still okay i'll let you i'll let you have it yeah. let, let me look let's see what is today i'm a i'm the bigger fan than caitlin oh we're gonna record sometime after oh we may not be recording for a hot minute. Why? 
we'll figure it out. It doesn't matter. It, uh, listen, this isn't you guys' problem. This is our problem to figure out. You're here to enjoy a show. So I hope you enjoyed it. If I finish that Adventure Time game, I'll tweet it out on the Twitter. Okay. On the official account. Okay. That way you can all see. That you are the ultimate fan. I'm Mr. Adventure Time. I'll let you have it. You can just call me Mr. Mr. Adventure Time. Um, you can call me Mr. Adventure A-T-A-T. Grab. Adventure Grab. Yeah. My top two. I'm least grabbing the adventure. My top two least favorite characters: Bemo and Lemon Grab. You can call me Limo. Nope. <laughs> nope. Lemon. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. This has gone too far. Uh, okay, guys. I'm I'm grabbing the adventure. I'm happy for you. But in the meantime, we hope that you all go grab some adventure out Lemon there. Lemon time I hope you grab adventure safely. I hope you do it um, vaccinated that's with not, That's not how Finn would do it. He would do it the most haphazardly, haphazardly would, way Would possible. Finn get his COVID vaccine? Um. Yeah, but he also wouldn't have a choice. I'm pretty sure Bubblegum would do it to him without him realizing it i think he'd still do it because he knows what's right and what's good yeah but i'm just saying like and he, jake would do it too he wouldn't even have the the option jake would, be, Gum would have done it to him jake would maybe like complain about it because he doesn't want to get a shot but you remember the clown the clown nurse things yeah because <laughs> he doesn't want to deal with those but um no he does he likes those it's finn that doesn't like him right uh probably i like the episode where um jake gets poisoned and he's like, I just wish I had a bigger liver. And he's like, all right, I can just shape shift and have a bigger liver. Yeah. And it processes the poison immediately. <laughs> yeah. <remember> so dumb. <laughs> that was so good. Uh, what was that cat's name? It was... Uh, Me-meow? Me-meow? Yes, Me-meow. Yeah. The, the cat assassin. Yeah. So cute. What a good show. Okay. And I'm the biggest fan. Okay. Guys. I'm number one. Well, you know what I'm a number one fan of? Caitlin tried to be number one Adventure Time fan, but she has been surpassed. You know what I'm a number one fan of? Um, not Harry Potter, or you would have gotten 16 out of 16. You know what I'm a number one fan of? Uh, not me. you, but I am a big fan of this False. show. I'm the number one not me fan. <laughs> That's so self-deprecating. <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind that I cannot be beaten. That's really awful. <laughs> um, guys, how about this month we focus on mental health and loving yourself? um we'll also work on that sounds like a lot of work i don't know yeah it really is Mm, it really is but hey guys thank you so much for stopping by um i'm sorry if we missed something like in the next week or so because we're recording early but hopefully we can remember and talk about it next time um you can catch us on facebook at paint the town dead you can catch us on instagram Paint the Town Dead, all one word. You can catch us on Twitter at PTTDPod. You can email us at PTTDPod at gmail.com. We have um, we have a TikTok. We've done nothing with it. Maybe one day we will. I don't know. Um, but hey, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, we hope you like the story. We hope you learned something from it. We also hope that you learned a little bit about Harry Potter um, and know to read the books because they are superior. Um, and yeah. What else? Grab them lemons. Okay, guys, have a great week, and we'll see you later. Goodbye. Bye.